What is up, After Hours Entrepreneur? Today, we're talking podcast growth strategies. I'm breaking down the top seven podcast growth tips. We're talking strategies to get more reviews. We're talking automation. We're talking how to record in Clubhouse. And of course, we're breaking down last week's weekly challenge and issuing out a new challenge. So strap in, get ready. Let's get into another episode of the After Hours Entrepreneur. If you're new here, make sure you smash the subscribe button. Every Wednesday, you're getting a fresh 15-minute breakdown of the top takeaways of the week. And every Monday and Friday, you're getting exclusive interview content from top-performing entrepreneurs and digital media experts. And if you haven't yet, my friends, Mark's Font Media on YouTube, it's going down. Now that we've gotten all the great plugs out of the way, I want to make sure you're educated. I want to make sure you're informed. I want to make sure you're being challenged. So before we get into today's top tips, I want to talk about the weekly challenge from this previous week. The weekly challenge was to apply to speak at a conference. Did you apply to speak for a conference? I did. Do you want to hear what my experience was? <laughs> Buddy, it's, it's been pretty cool. It's pretty exciting. So if you haven't yet, make sure you hit me up on social media, tag me, let me know your experience with the challenge. I want to know. Make sure you tell all the After Hours Entrepreneurs in the Facebook group, the private community. You're invited, by the way. If you're not in it, link below so you can join me and all the After Hours Entrepreneurs. So this week, the challenge was to apply to speak at a conference. And I went and I found, I looked at a few different conferences and I said, hey, there's a conference. It's in Fort Lauderdale. It's local. I'm a South Florida local. And I said, I want to link up with some local business leaders. It's an entrepreneurship and marketing conference, marketing and sales conference. And I reached out. I said, I run a social media agency. I'm big into podcasting, digital media production. Let me get in. I got a email the following day that said, sorry, we're full. There's nothing open. Um, thanks again. Fill out this form to get in next year. I literally just got an email just 10 minutes before getting into this podcast episode they have a spot that opened up. They want me to come on down. They want me to speak at the conference. Listen, you only hit home runs when you get up to bat. So if you didn't yet, it's not too late. You're on your, well, it is too late for the challenge, but I'll give it to you. Get out there and apply to speak at a conference. You never know what can happen. Go out there and be someone. Take that leap. Mm, man, I love challenges and I just Listen, if you're a part of the After Hours community, you're going to be challenged on a regular basis. You want to make sure you show up here every Wednesday so you don't miss the challenges, and we're going to grow together. That's why we're here. We're here to take 15 minutes and grow together. All right, so there is so much great content to get into here. I heard so many great things over the past week, but I want to start with reviews. As podcasters, getting reviews on our podcast is big time. It's a really important way to build social proof and build the reputation of your podcast. So I want to go over four great tips to help get more reviews. So the first one is to use smart links when you're sharing links to your podcast. You see, a smart link is a link that will automatically open up your episode in the app of your choice. Let's say it's iTunes because iTunes is one of the best ways to leave reviews. So instead of just sending someone a link to your podcast via iTunes, you're going to send them a smart link using a program like URL Genius. It is very easy to get set up with URL Genius. And you use this smart link, and then every time someone clicks on the link, it will automatically open up your episode in iTunes. This is a really great way to build your subscriber 
following for YouTube as well, because it, it makes it very easy. It makes it frictionless for people to subscribe, to follow, to like, and so on and so forth. So use smart links and URL genius. I'll put a link below so you can check it out. It's free for like the first 500 clicks and you definitely want to try it out. It's a great program. It's just fantastic. So let's talk about our second tip here. Ask your guest to leave a review. You have a great guest on your show after the interview, make sure you ask them to leave a review and maybe even swap reviews with other creators. This is number three, swap reviews. If you're going to find another podcast, you're going to collaborate with them, leave a review on their episode. Make sure you leave your name and the name of your podcast and then ask them to do the same. You will be surprised what can happen when you start focusing on reciprocating value with other creators. In fact, I'm happy to swap a podcast review with you. If you'd like to podcast swap with me, hit me up. I'd be happy to help you out. Okay, give a shout out to reviewers at the end of your episodes. This is something I like to do. I've linked up my podcast to Chartable. Chartable is a great way to get additional data and information about your show and what's trending and so on and so forth. So on Chartable, when I get my weekly feedback from Chartable and I see that I've gotten new reviews, I give reviews at the end of my episode because at the end of your episode, that's when your super fans are gonna be there. They're gonna be listening, they're excited, they're involved, they're invested. Those are the people that you want to just get really, really fired up. So I would recommend using these shout outs at the end of episodes. Speaking of which, if you leave an iTunes iTunes review, you will get a shout out at the end of an episode as well. So go ahead and do that now. All right, cool. So let's move on. Number two here, ask everyone for reviews at launch, but make sure that the reviews keep coming in consistently. So at the launch of your podcast, you want to get as much engagement on your podcast as possible. Reviews, reviews, reviews. If you're properly setting up your podcast classification, your keywords, your SEO, your category, et cetera, et cetera, there's a chance that you can rank and that iTunes will say, wow, this show is really popular. We're getting a lot of engagement. Let's push this out to more people. Let's advertise. It's very hard. It's harder to do it now than it used to be, but it's not impossible. Okay. That being said, just with any search, with any search engine, with any program, you don't just want to have a big burst at the beginning. You want to be consistent. So you want a big burst at the beginning, okay? But you want to make sure that you're continuously getting two, three reviews per month. It lets everyone know that your show is still active. It lets the algorithms know your show is still active. So again, going back to step one to get those reviews, execute on those strategies to continue getting a flow of new reviews in all the time. This is a really important part of your long-term growth strategies. All right. The next great thing that I heard this week was content ideas. One of the questions that comes up inevitably in all the rooms that I'm hosting, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on podcasting, whether it's on social media, whatever it is, it's what do I make content about? And it's very, very simple. Listen to your target audience. Listen to the questions that they're asking. Create content that answers that question. Okay, create content that asks that question in your unique way. And that, my friends, is the key to getting great content because inevitably when you hear that question pop up again, you can simply refer them to a piece of content you've created that will help answer that question. Make content that addresses common questions. So next I wanna share the theory of interlocking parts. And this is a really, really important and quite fascinating concept that was shared to me by Jason Pfeiffer, who is gonna be in the house this Friday. He's gonna be on the podcast. He is the editor-in-chief over at Entrepreneur Magazine, just a really, really spectacular dude. So I wanna talk to you about the theory of interlocking parts. This came up because we were running a large clubhouse room and someone came up on stage and they said, hey, 
I have a question. I went on a podcast as a guest and I just didn't feel like I delivered. It wasn't a great interview. I just didn't feel like it went well. And we started talking about it. And one of the things that every good speaker does, regardless of whether they're speaking on a stage, whether they're speaking to a small audience, or they're just guesting on podcasts, great speakers develop interlocking parts. And exactly what that is, it's a short two to five minute excerpt or story or lesson that you can share and you can interlock into any sort of, of presentation. So you develop these two to five minute stories and you just pepper those into every conversation. And over time, you're going to build up dozens and dozens and dozens of these stories. This is what fantastic speakers do. This is why you will hear Gary Vee saying, quote unquote, the same thing all the time, because he's built up dozens and dozens of these interlocking parts that could be intermingled at any time based on the question, based on the audience. So start developing your interlocking parts. Focus on things that are going to build an emotional connection between you and your audience. And anyway, theory of interlocking parts, really, really powerful. Jason Pfeiffer is also going to be breaking down this theory on Friday on the podcast, so don't miss it. Make sure you check in on Friday for more details on the theory of interlocking parts. So Clubhouse is blowing up right now. It's super popular. Everyone's there. And this is my fifth big takeaway from the week is recording rooms in Clubhouse. It's something that you definitely want to be thinking about, and there's different ways to do this. I'll put some affiliate links below with the exact accessories that I would recommend using. But the bottom line is to record rooms in Clubhouse, you're going to need some sort of audio interface device. You're going to need a couple adapters and probably some sort of memory card. I use a Rodecaster Pro, and I use an adapter. It's a 3.5 TRRS cable to Lightning, TRS to Lightning. And basically what this does is it allows you to transmit audio back and forth from your iPad or your iPhone to your audio interface device. Lastly, with your Rodecaster, you're probably going to want a micro SD card. You can record directly to your computer, but I would recommend a micro SD card because it's going to make it a much easier record. It's less to worry about on the front end. It'll also help you to be more mobile if you ever want to go and record with someone. So you need those three items, the Rodecaster Pro, the 3.5 TRS to Lightning Cable, and a micro SD card. I would also point out if you are going to be recording people in Clubhouse, make sure that they are aware. That is one of the important parts about recording in Clubhouse. You want to make sure that everyone is aware that you are recording and that if they speak, they could potentially have their voice redistributed. So those are a few quick takeaways on how to record rooms in Clubhouse. All right, this next tip is number six, and it's a very smooth way. It's a very cool process for automating your calendar. So one of the things that I think is important if you're organizing an interview podcast is keeping a spreadsheet of all your guests, all their links, their websites, their brand, all their relevant information, their contact information. And I like to con collect that through a program called Calendly. Calendly is free to get set up, but they have a couple upgraded models. And with Calendly, you can set up a Zap using Zapier so that anytime someone fills out your Calendly application, Zapier will automatically transfer that information to a spreadsheet on Google. And this takes a little bit of technical know-how, but I tell you what, it's a great way of making sure that all of your guests get booked, they get moved into your workflow quickly and easily. Zapier has saved me a lot of time, and it's definitely something that I would, I would recommend checking out if you're looking at a way to integrate apps and automate more processes. 
This next tip I think is a really great one, and it's about picking a co-host. I know a lot of podcasters out there, they really want to have that support system. They want to have a co-host with them. And there's a few things that you really want to look at before you bring on a co-host. So the first of which, and I think this is brilliant, this is the most important thing here, is having a shared vision. Make sure that your vision and your co-host vision is the same. What are your goals? What are your short-term, what are your long-term goals? What do you want to get across to your audience? Make sure that you have a shared vision because if you're seeing your show going one way and your partner sees your show going another way, it's going to lead to a clash. It's going to be difficult to make that work. Secondly, you want to make sure you have good chemistry. Some people just don't vibe off one another. Again, I think this is going to be something that if you're just jamming with one of your friends, chemistry probably will not be a problem, but obviously chemistry matters. And then my third tip here for picking a great co-host is make sure that you clearly define the roles. Who's going to be doing the recording? Who's going to be doing the guest outreach? Who's going to be doing the editing, the posting? Who's creating the memes and the digital assets for social media to promote? Try to get as clear as possible on who's going to be doing what because once you get on the back end, you might find that it's actually going to be you doing all that work. All right. And before we get into number eight, the top seven best ways to grow your podcast. I'm about to break down the top seven best ways to get more subscribers, to get more listens, to get more downloads. But before we get into that, I got to issue out the weekly challenge. I'm very, very excited about this weekly challenge. Listen, sit back, and I want to Listen, I'm doing the weekly challenge so that you have something that you can do, something that can be actionable, that's going to move the needle. It's going to help you get more downloads. It's going to help you land sponsors. These challenges are specifically designed so that your podcast will move more rapidly. So this week's challenge is to go into a Facebook group, a large Facebook group that's in your niche, and reach out to the admins. Your goal is to make a connection with one of the admins in these Facebook groups and try to figure out a way that you can collaborate. How can you provide value to them? Focus on a way that you can provide value to someone that is an admin of a large Facebook group. Go out, make it happen, and let me know Hit me up on the After Hours Entrepreneur in the group. I want to hear from you. That's the challenge. I'm very excited to see how this plays out. Go out and network and collaborate and find a way to give another large Facebook group admin value. How can you provide them value? Go out, make it happen. All right, cool. I mean, I'm really excited about this one. I, I'm really, really interested to see what you all bring back. You After, after Hours Entrepreneur community is absolutely fantastic. I love Love, love all of you. Thanks so much for being here and listening and uh, sending me the fan mail, the fan images, fan art. It, it really means a lot. Okay, cool. So before we go long here, let's get into our top seven podcast growth tips. This is the top seven. If you do these, your podcast will grow. Number seven is guesting on other shows. Find other shows that are in your niche and become a guest and go in thoughtfully with the strategy of driving traffic back to your podcast. Go guest on other shows. Okay, number six, attract new listeners with Clubhouse. Get on Clubhouse stages, collaborate with other moderators, sit on stages, start moderating, start speaking on stages that are in your niche. You will attract listeners to your podcast through Clubhouse. Number five, podcast 
SEO matters. So think about your title of your show, your description. What's the category of your show? Make sure that it's searchable. Make sure that people are able to find you. Make sure that if someone goes to iTunes and types in your niche, that your name shows up. If you need help on that, the After Hours Entrepreneurs Community on Facebook, great place to be. Link below to the private Facebook group where we can help you with that. Okay, number four, micro content. Pretty simple. Take your macro content, your long form interview, and then break it down either into social media clips, memes, images, photos, even audiograms. There's no one right way to do this. Create micro content. Number three, Pinterest. I know, Pinterest. It kind of fell off the map, but it's not gone. It's still here. Don't sleep on Pinterest. This might be a great place to get your message out. Number two, don't forget to just tell people in real life. Something can really happen when you go and you shake someone's hand and you explain the value of the show that you produce, the value that your show can bring that person. Just tell people. Don't be afraid to tell people that you have a podcast. And last but not least, number one on our list is to think like your listener. At the end of the day, what really matters is that your listeners have an enjoyable experience that moves them. They go from point A to point B. And I'm really trying to figure this out myself. When I listen to podcasts, I want to turn the needle. I'm I'm hoping to listen to a podcast. It's going to educate me and it's going to give me tools to be better. And that's what I'm looking to bring you here with the After Hours Entrepreneur. If I'm executing on that and you enjoy this, make sure that you leave a five-star review and above all, share this with someone that needs to hear it. Share this with someone that's trying to make their podcast pop. Share it with someone today. It means so much to me. And you've been rocking with Mark Savant. This is the After Hours Entrepreneur. Go out and make it happen. I'm really excited to hear about your weekly challenge. All right, Mark Savant signing off. Catch you next time. Peace.